Hello, everybody. Welcome back to She Talks. It's Ale. And today, well, I need to give backstory as to how I'm recording the episode today. I've tried recording this episode two, three different times already, which is very unlike me. It's very unlike me to not go through with recording the episode on its first try. You guys, you know, like I will literally just sit and work on recording an episode. Here, I'm going to fix my mic really quick. Maybe this helps. I don't know. I'm I'm sitting in a different position than I normally am on my bed. So I just want the audio to be the best that it can be. Um, Hopefully this works. If not, well, I tried. Um, I'm moving it over again. Okay, back to this backstory. So typically with most of my episodes, I will A, think of the episode a week in advance, a day in advance, the same day and the same moment, and I will either plan it out or I will just sit and record. Either way... The turnaround process from me creating an episode idea to actually recording it, the longest I think I've ever taken is I will record it like later in that same week. But it's typically like I will get an idea and I will immediately record. But with this specific episode, I knew that there was something different about it. I knew it was an accumulation of knowledge that I really wanted to be just a hundred percent not accurate but I wanted to it's like I said it's an accumulation of knowledge I wanted to take the time to accumulate these different thoughts and ideas because I thought this was I thought and I truly believe that this episode's a really important episode for myself because it's basically what I would tell 18 year old Ale from my point of view my perspective and everything I've gone through and learned through up until this point in my life and now here's more backstory as to why it took me so long to record this episode was because I wanted to A, feel as though I've gotten all the different thoughts and ideas that I really wanted to discuss down, but B, I really wanted to be in the right headspace to talk about this because a lot of the times when I talk and I sit with you guys and we talk on She Talks, I feel so much better. Like I could be going through something really shitty or I can be at my happiest times. But at the end of an episode or while recording an episode, like I literally will just feel so much better about whatever I'm going through. And yesterday I tried recording this episode twice. Um, and just both times, the first time I only got like a minute in and I was like, it's not right. I was, I was actually having a picnic at Alumni Park at Pepperdine yesterday and it was really windy and I was cold and I was like, this isn't right. Like I want to go home and be in my studio and record there. And I came home actually, and I actually recorded 25 minutes of this podcast and I just stopped and I, I literally hit pause and I just del- immediately deleted the file. And usually I won't even do that. Like I'll keep it. But it just didn't feel right because I just kept like, I just didn't feel good about what I was saying. I was also just kind of going through a lot yesterday. I, like I said, I had a picnic at Alumni Park. And so I was doing a lot of reminiscing. <laughs> and I mean, 
I've been graduated for like a week and a half now, two weeks now. And I was just sitting in the same spot where I had just graduated. And then I was driving around campus and I was getting flashbacks of just memories with friends, memories of my past situationships with guys, memories of just where I would go and sit when I was sad and I was stressed about life or missing home and I went to just like places that filled me with so much joy and then also places that had also just left an imprint on me and also just places where I had memories with somebody good or bad just every emotion imaginable was kind of going through my brain yesterday which is why I kind of wanted to record to make myself feel better but I was just like I need to be in a better headspace if I'm going to record this episode because this episode is very important to me because if 18 year old Ale was able to listen to this like if I could go back in time record this right now go back in time and go to little Ale like on her in her bed like just got home from some practice and just like play her this podcast I would do it in a heartbeat. But also, I mean, if I would do that, obviously I wouldn't be the same person I am today because then I would have had better insight. But if I could go back in time and not mess with the fabric of time or just like not influence future decisions that 18-year-old Ale would be making, I would. I'd go back just to give her a heads up and let her know to just like trust in the divine timing of life. And so, anyways... I'm here to just discuss things that I would tell myself at 18 years old. And I came up with this episode idea actually like three-ish weeks ago. um, Because actually it was kind of requested by people. Not like heavily requested by like a million people. But I mean like people had just been telling me. Like we had all just kind of been reflecting on like life and like graduating college and then someone was like you should make that like a podcast episode and I was like I was actually kind of thinking about it and so anyways like I said I wanted to accumulate as much information and just knowledge that I possibly could prior to recording this episode and I'm really excited with what I came up with I was literally jotting things down yesterday like before I was gonna record it but then I ended up not and I'm really excited to share with y'all just all things I would tell my 18 year old self So yeah, the first thing I would tell myself is to trust your gut. And for those of you who have been around, she talks for a while, you know, this is something I literally, there's like two things that I live by so, so much. And I feel like I bring them up all the freaking time is to trust your gut and everything happens for a reason. And it's funny because those are the first two points on my notes that I got here for the episode, but. Yeah, number one, trust your gut. Like, your gut will never lie to you, and your intuitions won't fail you. And I mean, sometimes you can be wrong. Like, maybe there's been times where I've judged something too fast or a situation too fast, and it ended up having a different outcome. But honestly, 99% of the time, my intuition and my gut reaction, like my first initial thought has never failed me. It's always been right. And I really trust myself in the way my heart and my gut just kind of like interprets things because it just won't lie to me. And also at the end of the day too, I feel like you're, I'll talk about this more later, but you're less regretful if you trust your gut and you trust your 
intuition because if a situation went wrong or something, at least you know that deep down inside it felt right for you and your initial reaction and feelings, you're staying true to that. Because, I mean, for example, like I feel like sometimes I'll make a decision and I'll just think to myself like, oh my gosh, like I'll just be overthinking it in the long story short I'll just overthink a decision I'll make but what really calms me down is knowing I trusted myself and I trusted my gut and I made a decision that was true to myself and to what I really want and that's all that really matters so I'll just encourage myself to continue trusting my gut because I've literally learned about this concept since I was in the fourth grade and I've believed in the concept of trusting your gut since I was literally nine years old and I still believe it to this day as a 21 year old. So if that doesn't prove that y'all should trust your gut, I don't know what else else does, but I'd also bring up that always trust the universe and God, and whoever you believe in, or whatever you may believe in, just trust in the timing of life in general. Everything happens for a reason. You may not know the answer now, but eventually it will reveal itself to you. And, you know, sometimes we may not understand why things happen when they happen, but we get the answer to those things eventually and that's all that matters sometimes what really like calms me in moments like that is when i'm confused on something or if something uncovers a situation you know but it uncovers in a certain way and i'm confused i just tell myself that i don't have the answer yet okay you don't you just don't have the answer yet. It's the really the only way to say it because at the end of the day, have you ever been in a situation and like I said, it doesn't play out the way you want it to play out or it plays out in a good way for yourself, but also differently than what you thought. And it ends up becoming A, one of the greatest things that's ever happened to you, B, something that was not the best for you, or C. You're kind of just like, this happened. Why did it happen? I'm in a limbo. Like, what? Like, you're just... Either way, situations will turn out the way that they're meant to turn out. Okay? And as a follow-up to that scenario, have you ever been in a situation like that where whatever happened, happened, and you don't have the answer right away, but a day later, a week later year later, years later, who knows, you'll get that random answer out of nowhere one day and it all just clicks and it's like a really just like a full circle like moment and you're like it all made sense because this had to happen for this and this and this and this and for me to lead me here. The best way I can describe everything happening for a reason is honestly how I met your mother, the television show. If For those of you who have watched How I Met Your Mother or for those of you who haven't, the premise of the show is it follows this character, um, Ted Mosby. And it starts off with him telling his kids the story of how he met their mom. And it's a nine season long show, which means it was on for like nine, ten years, of literally just this man and his friends 
living in New York City. And he gives every specific detail from like nine years prior in his life to tell the story to his kids of how he met his mother how he met their mother and what's wild about this is because i was actually just watching a video about like the show right now like an alternate ending to it but at the very end of the show it goes through a recap of everything from like season one up until like season nine of everything every like pivotal story plot line that occurred that helped him lead to meet the kid's mom and what's crazy is because if none of those things actually happened for this character, he would literally not have met their mother, the kid's mother. And it's crazy how things from like years in the past, like literally this dude, I mean, you guys, like if you haven't seen the show, he's literally talking about from when he was like in his mid 20s, I want to say. And then he's telling the story as like an, like, the when he meets the mom, he's like in his mid to late thirties, I want to say, like, li- like literally from a really long time ago. So, I feel like that's the best way to kind of explain it. Like he had to go through every single relationship and situationship and big mess up in his life or promotion or just every big pivotal monumental thing or even the smallest little things. But they all worked out in a specific way, whether he wanted them to work out that way or he didn't, they all had to happen for him to meet the kid's mom. And so that's kind of how I think of everything happening for a reason, is that things will play out in your life for a specific reason, because what's meant for you will not pass you. And that is something else that I'm so adamant about. Whatever is meant for you is never going to pass you. It will simply happen for you. And if something that you really wanted doesn't work out, It just means it wasn't meant for you in that point in time in your life. Things that are meant for you will happen naturally. You won't ever have to wonder about the what if or what not or, you know, you're never, you're never, you won't ever miss an opportunity is what I'm trying to say because the opportunities you are meant to have in your life will happen. And that kind of ties back to what I was saying earlier about not regretting decisions you made in your life if you felt good about the decision in the moment. Because simply what is meant for you is going to happen. Like you're you're not gonna miss it. It's not gonna be like, dang, like I lucked out, like I didn't get to do and experience that thing. Like, no, no, no. Like it didn't happen because something better is waiting for you in the future. And this had to happen in order for you to do XYZ. Because say you got your dream job right out of college and you're working at that company, blah, blah, blah. Say you ended up getting what you wanted. Well, when you think about it, say you didn't actually get your dream job and that pathway didn't actually happen and you're doing something different. Well, maybe that doing something different allowed you to meet somebody and have a great friendship or go to a networking event and get another opportunity that's 10 times better that you're in love with and that you're happy with. Like, What I'm trying to say is don't be discouraged if things don't work out in your favor because life is simply going to work out for what is honestly best for you in the long run. And the moment you kind of take away that pressure of having the quote-unquote perfect life or 
putting the pressure of being the perfect person. Like, no one is perfect in this world. And I'm not saying that any of you are saying that. But I feel like sometimes we are comparing ourselves to society's standards or to other people or whatever is going on in the media. And it's like, if we're not living up to certain expectations that people expect for us or don't expect for us, that we feel like as though we're failing. And what I'm trying to say is don't be discouraged if something doesn't work out for you immediately or if things are taking a while for things to play out in your favor because it's all happening for a specific reason and you may not know right now, but you'll find out eventually and then it'll all make sense. So what I will say is, I mean, it's something I still believe now. Like I feel like there's so many unanswered questions I have about my own life, but I just have to be patient and wait and find out what's going to happen because when you get those answers, <clears throat> excuse me, it's almost as if like it's a clarifying feel. Like it's just so cleansing too. For instance, I was with a friend the other day and I found out the truth about like a situation that happened in the past for me this like past fall. And it was just so interesting because I remember it had really left me simply shook <laughs> when this situation um, played out the way it did. It left me confused there was really no like signs pointing to this situation ending the way it did. And I was really lost until I met with this friend the other day and I, re- I got all the clarity I needed. And it's just crazy because it's like nine-ish months later, I'm finally finding out the truth. And it feels so, like I said, cleansing. Like I just feel so, like I just, I got closure and I just felt so much better about it. But like I didn't have the answer to this situation a month ago. Or two months ago, I had to wait until now. So they could come fast, they can come slow, whatever. I just think there's the beauty of knowing that everything happens for a reason and to just trust in the timing of the universe. So that is one thing I will gladly share to 18-year-old Ale. Um, this kind of like leads me to my next point. I would literally tell my 18-year-old self not to worry about boys. And those of you who know, like I've I've If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know there's a distinction between boys and men. I've dealt with a lot of boys in my life. Not a lot, but I mean, you guys have heard my podcast episodes, me talking about there's three boys um, that were kind of just like taught me a lot about myself and about dating in college. And there was boy number one, boy number two, boy number three. And each of them, you know, treated me in a certain way that honestly I'm grateful for so shout out to y'all found out that one of them listened to the podcast so you know who you are if you do end up listening to this I doubt I mean okay I said this last time I was like I don't think he's gonna listen because like I truly didn't think he was gonna listen I thought he really wanted like nothing to do with me but he did so thank you so much for tuning in um but like I always say I wish all these guys the best I truly do but I honestly want to say thank you to all these boys from my past because they taught me a lot about myself and, you know, I hope they're doing well. And if they do listen to this, hello. Thank you for what you've taught me. Um, I learned a lot about myself, but I also learned not to worry so much about the outcome of those situations because I'm grateful for what I've learned about myself. I learned so much more about my worth. I learned so much more about what I truly deserve in life in general, but also in a relationship in general. And I learned so much more about just 
putting myself first and making sure that I am wholeheartedly happy because I don't know if any of you can relate. I'm sure some of you can, but I'm the kind of person where I want to uplift everybody and I want everyone to feel loved and happy and just like literally loved. And I will make ends meet to do that. But sometimes when you do that, you're also kind of hurting yourself in a way if it's not what you both want. And like, I think I talked about this in another episode, but something about it is like what I've learned through a lot of these different like situationships I've had with these boys was that we both were in different points in time in life and we were like we were just not giving each other what each other needed if that makes sense like we were trying to give the other person I mean I honestly I'm talking about one person in specific but with me and this one guy we were trying to give each other something We were trying to give each other what we thought each other needed. And I think that's the hard thing because we were trying so hard to give the other person what they wanted, but we weren't really putting ourselves first. And I think that's what kind of led to our downfall. And then with some other guys, the two after that guy, it was kind of just like they were, I mean, maybe I was just filling a void for them or something. But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is... I think I spent a lot of time in my past worrying about what boys had thought of me or if they were happy in this situation that we were in this dating scene we were kind of doing but I didn't think of myself some most of the time I really was just caught up with what they thought of me and if they had liked me and if they were into me and it got to a point where I was losing my sense of self because I was putting in, I was putting like my worth and my beauty and anything else in the hands of a boy, which shouldn't be the case. It should be in the hands of myself. And I mean, I went on another date this past January and that was kind of my last casual date I've had in a while because I realized at the end of the day, like, the the guy I went on a, on a date with, really sweet guy, very kind. Honestly, that was the best I've ever been treated on on a date. He was a gentleman. He opened like he literally opened my car door for me. I I've never had a boy open a car door for me. Which is crazy to say and like for me, I like chivalry and I like those like little attention to details and stuff of guys just like just treating you like a little princess because honestly, like I'm, I'm a very just like independent person and I'm strong on my own, but I like to be treated like a princess. I mean, come on. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but like it feels nice. And I mean, I had some guy like open a car door for me and I realized like, wow, like I've just been kind of settling for treatment that I don't deserve and this guy was really sweet I just didn't feel a connection with him and I thought we'd just be better off as friends and I made just kind of a pact with myself not like a strict rule or not like I have to do this and do that but I made a deal with myself that the next time I date a guy or I go out with someone like I really want to wholeheartedly like be into them and I really want to wholeheartedly like feel a connection with them 
and you know I'm really glad that I have because I mean like since then I've really just been like sticking to that and honoring what Ale wants because I think a lot of the time I've been honoring what someone else may want but at the end of the day it's kind of you've got to think of yourself and just make sure you're happy and I think it's taken me a really long time to learn that I mean maybe it's obvious to some of you or maybe some of you already kind of know that or those of you in relationships maybe have a different perspective on this but I mean like I've I don't know what it's like to be in a relationship so I don't truly know but I mean this is just my point of view but anyways that's something I would tell 18 year old Ale is just not to worry and get caught up so much about guys and like what people think of you it's like I need to know what I think of me and I need to know how I love myself and how worthy I know that I am because the moment you learn so much more about your worth and you treat yourself the way you deserve then I I mean I feel like I found so much happiness since then so that's something I've learned um something else that I would also tell my 18 year old self is to continue being myself it is what my brand is circulated around. It is my authenticity is something I value heavily. I really just love that I'm always 100% myself. And regardless of what other people think. Also this year I just feel like I've gone through situations where I've seen people. And not honestly this year. Like my whole life. I've seen people really close to me turn into somebody I know they're not because of the influence of somebody else and it really hurts to see that because I've seen it a lot like I I've seen this happen to so many people in my life so many people close to me and it's hard to watch things like that um play out because you know who someone truly is but then one person or some people can walk into their life and change who they are in, in a negative way. And it's hard to see that. And yes, like, of course, we can become different versions of ourselves around different people. I feel like that is something that is natural human tendency. It's bound to happen. We're going to act different ways around different people. But it goes, it becomes a negative thing when you start acting against your morals and your values and you're not acting like yourself because let's think about it when you're with different people you're going to talk about different things and you're going to have different like shared likes and dislikes you know what I mean and obviously like there's going to be different ways you're going to interact with different people but at the end of the day you need to be acting true to yourself you need to be honoring yourself honoring what you believe in and it's when you if someone begins to mold into someone they're not or mold and shape and shift their perspectives and their ideas and who they are around a certain person, then that's when I think it gets negative and it gets toxic. It's when they're becoming a different version of themselves and they're going against what they already believe and they're going against their sense of self to fit in with other people and be liked by someone else. That is when it becomes negative. And so that is something I would tell myself is to continue being myself and to continue sticking to what I believe in and to what I love and what I'm passionate about. And this is literally something Taylor Swift 
I love Taylor Swift, okay? Like, I'm going to admit it. I'm a Swifty. Love her. Loved her since I was, like, 12. She, I'm Swifty till the day I die, okay? But something she said is the worst kind of people are the people who are annoyed at people who are excited about something. And I forgot exactly what she had said, but she had said that basically, like, some of the worst people are people who make fun of others when they're excited about something or they're annoyed at others when they're excited about something or just taking someone's excitement and turning it down and making them feel judged for being excited about something. Whether it's something that you may think is so small and minuscule and doesn't mean make a big deal. If that if someone's excited about something, they're excited about it for a reason. That emotion is so specific and just so genuine. And it's not something you can hide or fake. It's like being excited about something is something so beautiful. And that kind of is just what sums this whole thing up. Is like judging others or just like becoming someone you're not and going against your true authentic self. I think that's a very toxic thing. And make sure that you are sticking to your authentic self and that you're surrounding yourself with people who do the same. Because I've been in situations where I've been surrounded by people who will not act like themselves or will turn into someone that they're not. And it's hard to watch people that you care about turn down a pathway that you know is not true to themselves. But maybe that's just them growing and changing. Who knows? We'll never know. But Personally, just stick to yourself past all it <laughs> and just focus on what you love. And I'm so grateful that like my parents at a young age always told me just to be myself because my true self is one of the most beautiful things about myself. And I love that my parents have always shared that with me because it's something that I'm just really grateful for. And I love my dorkiness and my goofiness and my passion and just you know my optimism so authenticity people we love it anyways next up I would say alone time is some of the best time you can spend I feel like I would encourage my 18 year old self that it's okay to be alone and I feel like it wasn't until this last year when I finally understood the importance of alone time because there's intentional alone time and there's just like you happen to be alone doing something for instance, you've got to go to the store, okay? You're just going to hop in your car, go to the store, blah, 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 do your own thing. That's something you don't think of doing. Like, you just know you have to get this errand done, so you're going to go. But there's that. But then there's also intentional alone time when you're intentionally spending time one-on-one with yourself. And I think that is something that should be prioritized so much more. Because I feel like I've always been okay doing things on my own. Like, I've never been afraid of it. But I have never spent intentional alone time like I will just be alone because I end up just being alone in that moment in time like I'm just by myself but this year I've found so much beauty in spending time alone just myself and my thoughts on purpose and there's times I'll like call my mom and I'm gonna go gonna go do something and she goes why don't you invite a friend and I'm like yeah that could be fun but I honestly just kind of want to be alone and I love that I've gotten to a point like that because just spending that time with yourself and your thoughts is something that is truly beautiful and really can just open your eyes to so much more about yourself. So diving into intentional alone time is something that is 
very, very special because independence is beautiful in every single way. And I would tell my 18-year-old self just to tap into my free-spirited energy and just to invest a little bit more in that. So that is something else. But sorry, y'all. I lost my spot in my notes. All right. Something else I would tell my 18-year-old self is how you will meet some of your truest friends in college and also the relationships you have now as an 18-year-old. Some of them are going to become some of the most beautiful relationships and friendships you've ever had in your whole life. And I mean, at 21 years old sitting here, like I can think of so many of my friends like that I still have to this day from my school that even though we don't talk every single day and we don't see each other every single day like we used to, it's still just some of the most beautiful friendships I've ever had to the point where like, for instance, like one of my friends, she will drive through Malibu and we keep missing each other, but she'll be driving through Malibu on her way home and she'll just call me or text me and see if I'm free and if I want to hang out. And sadly, every time that's happened, I've literally been working, which sucks, or I have like class or something. But it that's like the beautiful part about it is that we both love each other so much and we don't have to talk every day to know that we have so much love for each other. But it's like little moments like that, like it just makes my day that the fact that she's just driving through the town that she knows I live in and whether I'm free or not, she just wants to check in and just see if I'm, how I'm doing. Like it's, it's something so beautiful, but also something else is I would tell my 18 year old self how I'm yet to meet, um, just some of the best people in my life in college. And this connects also back to the everything happens for a reason concept. Like when I was a senior in high school and I got rejected from my dream school, I thought it was the end of the, I thought it was just the end. I was like, "Mm, great. So the one thing I worked for my whole life that everyone knows I've worked for is over. The dream is gone. And I was really confused and I didn't know why, but I now know why, because I had to go to Point Loma for a year to meet literally my best friends that I've had, I have in this entire world and to build a home in a place so beautiful and when I go back to visit that place I feel so much love and happiness and just excitement when I go back and it's just amazing because I mean this past weekend I went to Point Loma graduation which is crazy because I I stepped foot on campus that day and I had these flowers for my friends and I was just like on my way in and I there's this cross when you enter Point Loma's campus And it overlooks the ocean. It's beautiful. And I remember how that was like my safe place when I was a student there. And I used to call my mom there and I would take photos of it every day and like send photos to my mom. And I called my mom when I walked by it and I just like got really emotional because I was like, wow, like I feel so much love here. But this would have been my graduation if I never left. And I mean, it's not like I even know any of the people like It's not like I knew, like, some of my best friends that go to that school beforehand. Like, I met them because of this school. Because I had to get rejected from Pepperdine to go to Point Loma. And I had to go to Point Loma to meet my best friends. And this is something, like, like, this is how you know you've met your true friends. Is you can feel 100% 
unapologetically yourself and 100% authentically yourself around these people and you will feel so much so loved and you will just feel so at home with people and something I want to share too was on Saturday my one of my best friends Kaylee and I spent the whole day together because she graduated obviously like I said but something that I loved was at the end of the night we were saying goodbye and I was just like crying like happy tears because a I was so proud of her b so proud of us because our freshman yourselves would be so happy to know that we are still besties and that I was able to cheer on my girl at her graduation but we were just hugging and I just started sobbing in her arms and we were just crying and I really just thanked her for being truly one of the greatest people in my life and I told her I said just thank you for loving me so unapologetically for who I am like allowing me to be unapologetically myself and authentically myself and I I told her to thank and I thanked her for loving me and all my imperfections and loving me at my best and my worst and I'm really gonna get emotional but she was like Ale you are so perfect to me and you are just I love you and everything that you are because you're my best friend and you're perfect to me and she literally said that to me and I like oh my god I'm gonna get emotional but I like basically like that's just how I feel with her too like I love her to my core and she is perfect to me and she is just an amazing human being and someone that I just truly admire and we've really gone through our best and our worst together which I'm so grateful for but that was just something that really set the tone for all of the great friendships I've had in my life is I feel like with all the people that I'm genuinely so close to and I have in this life like I could I see that with all of them and I just love them so much so I would tell my 18 year old self that the friendships you have now just wait because they're gonna get better and you have yet to even meet some of the best people in your life even up to like my senior year of college I met like literally some of my best friends in this life that I know of forever which is crazy like you think your last year of college you already kind of have your friends no like you will still be meeting some of the best people you have in your life so that's amazing something else too is that friends will come and go in college to teach you a lesson and to help you during a certain point in time in life and I think that's something just like really good to know like sometimes you can outgrow friendships you can outgrow people or sometimes people are just in your life for a season for a reason to teach you a lesson but like I said, everything happens for a reason, guys. Um, I'd also tell my past self to live and love in the moment. No, oh my God, I can't speak. <laughs> tell myself to live and love in the moment. To enjoy the people around you because you will never have those days again. Put yourself out there, whether it's in a class or volunteering to answer a question or telling someone how you feel. Just go for it. If not, you'll always be left wondering. Like I said, like everything that's meant for you and meant to happen will happen. And just go for it. Just do what you want to do, okay? So you don't ever wonder why, you know? And the people who truly know you and love you will never doubt you. Those who doubt you are not your true friends. 
Those who believe what others say about you, what they know is against your true character, they're not true friends. And it's hard to kind of come to realization with those things, but it's something hard that I feel like everyone just goes through in this life. And I'd really like my 18-year-old self to know that. And I also feel like growing up, I've, I had this constant reoccurring theme where I had people be annoyed of me. And it wasn't something that was like a rare occurrence or just something like funny. It would just be something where people would get fed up with me or annoyed. And I, it's natural. Like you can get like fed up with your friends, like whatever. But like it just circles back to like your true friends are going to love you and like all aspects of you and everything about yourself because they'll love you for you and people who don't love you for you wholeheartedly they're not your true friends and that's okay but like I said everything happens for a reason guys also those who truly truly know you too will always support you and defend you they will always be in your corner and they'll reveal that to you naturally or, yeah, those people who are always in your corner will naturally be able to reveal that to you through the strength of the friendship you share. Which brings me to my next point. That is something that took me a really long time to learn and understand. But I finally came to realization to it, I think, honestly, this past year. Um, is that the meanest people are the most insecure. And, you know that's really self-explanatory that's that um it also kind of ties into this thing i saw on tiktok it was this girl like chanting in the mirror but she was saying i don't give the best of me to those who don't invest in me and i feel like that those two things really go hand in hand it's just like don't give the best of yourself to those who aren't going to invest in you too you know because people will just come and go in life but make sure you're just truly giving your best self and all that to those who really love you for you and care about you. Um, something else too is, I mean, Taylor Swift is always going to be like, love her. That's something else I would say. Find an artist that you know you can relate to on every single level because Taylor Swift has honestly gotten me through my happiest of times, my saddest of times, my scary times, my giddy times, my everything. Um, but a lyric in specific that's really popped out to me was if you never bleed you're never gonna grow and it's so true if you never get hurt or if you never mess up or if you never fail every once in a while then you're never gonna grow you're never gonna learn you're gonna stay stagnant like why would you want a perfect life where everything goes 100% to plan like yeah it sucks when you mess up or you get hurt or something happens that it doesn't happen the way you wanted it to but at the end of the day it's gonna teach you something and it's gonna make you so much stronger at the end of it so if you never bleed, you're never going to grow. And the haters are going to hate y'all, as she also says, and shake it off. But haters are going to hate, so let them. And it honestly ties back to that thing I was saying too. And um, I ended up finding the exact quote from Taylor. I, it was in my notes. I just didn't know. I actually wrote it down. But it was, the worst kind of person is someone who makes someone else feel bad or stupid for being excited about something. Okay, the worst kind of person is someone who makes someone feel bad or stupid for being excited about something. And that is directly from Taylor Swift. And 
I think that just really speaks volumes to any situation. Um, another lyric of hers that I feel... I guess I'm just sharing Tay-Tay lyrics to y'all right now, but um, another one is just talking about how, like, the jokes aren't funny. And there will be times where people will poke fun at you and the jokes won't be funny that they make at you, okay? They'll hurt and they're going to sting. But you just need to learn how to stand up for yourself. And I'm still working on this one. I'm still learning how to stand up for myself and I'm still trying to see how I do that because... At the end of the day, standing up for yourself is really important. But also, you can always forgive, but don't forget, if that makes sense. Like, it's okay to forgive someone for treating you a certain way and to move past it. But you can always make a mental note of how that person treated you. And it always kind of stick with you. So, another thing. Okay, these are my last two things, guys. So I swear I won't be talking for that much longer. But, you know, you signed up to be here. You're listening. So I will also say that to my 18-year-old self, I'm. you're going to become, at the end of your college year, someone that you're really proud of. So don't stress about what happens in college. Just enjoy every day. Because before you know it, you're going to be sitting on your bedroom in your bedroom on your bed in your apartment a week and a half post-grad wondering where the time went and remembering the night before you moved into your college dorm room planning out your outfit and filling up the car with the rest of your stuff so don't worry about what happens in college because it's all going to work out for you and you're going to become someone you're really proud of and one final note i will leave you guys with is something that i always live by and you guys know those like kind of corny like posters your parents would buy or moms typically buy and they like hang them around the house. Well, there was one that my mom bought and it's honestly not that corny. It's actually something that I still quote um, to this day. I don't think I really like said it to people, but I'll say it to myself in my head all the time. And she bought this painting um, at the store Kirkland's, like a home goods store, but It hangs in my downstairs bathroom in my home, in my hometown. And it says, dance like nobody's watching, sing like nobody's listening, and live every day as if it were your last. And I grew up reading that little artwork every single day when I'd be in that bathroom or just like walking by that bathroom. And it has translated into so much in my everyday life. And I think that's why at the end of the day, I will always just embrace myself all the time. Because I always remember that that little painting, about that little painting, and I use it as motivation to just do me and to do what makes me happy. Because I will sing like no one's listening, and I'm not a singer by any means, but it makes me so happy. So I'll do that, or I'll dance like nobody's watching me and just be excited about the things that I want to be excited about, and I will just live every moment to its fullest and just doing what I really want to do and I think it's just something really important to remember to dance like no one's watching sing like no one's listening and live every day as if it were your last but yeah you guys that is really all the things I would tell my 18 year old self and you know I'm just really proud like I said of the person I've become today And I'm grateful for every person that's been in my life and just everything that everyone has taught me in this life. 
And thank you to all of you for always just sticking by my side and being here to listen to me just be unapologetically myself because it you guys really make me feel loved and just supported for who I am. And I also just credit a lot of my optimism and just confidence in myself and just faith in myself to you guys because you are my biggest supporters and just the people who are really in my corner for those of you honestly are always listening to my podcast like anytime I get a text or like one of my really good friends Aubrey was driving home from Malibu to um, her hometown and she shared with me how she just listened as she talks on her way home and it felt like we were having a conversation in the car and I missed her so much. I literally went and visited her dorm room yesterday. That's why I was also like emotional because I literally told her, I was like, the fact that I can't knock on this door and you're not on the other side of it makes me so sad. And I was just getting emotional. But the fact that she just like sat and like listened to my podcast and it made her feel like we were just there together having a conversation. It was just so such a special feeling. So please continue to share with me when you listen to She Talks or just continue to share with me your thoughts about the podcast because it really makes me feel loved and supported and you guys are really the reason why I just keep going and why I always get so excited to sit and record. But anyways, those, those are the things I would tell my um, 18-year-old self. This was a very long episode, longer than normal. Um, can't believe I've been talking for 49 minutes. I will wrap it up before it's an hour, I swear, you guys. Thank you for listening this long to my rambling and all my random stories. I feel like I tell a lot of these stories a million times over. But thank you for sitting and listening. Um, If you want to keep up with She Talks on Instagram, you know I do post on the Instagram. And we have an Instagram. But it's at She Talks Podcast with two T's at the end. Or if you want to keep up with my own personal life on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at underscore Ale Hurtado. Or if you want to keep up with the podcast on TikTok, yes, She Talks has a TikTok, but I need to get more active on there. And I know I say that every episode, but I really need to do that. So anyways, go follow it on TikTok at She Talks Podcast with only one T at the end. Or if you want to keep up with my own personal life on TikTok, go ahead and follow me at underscore Ale Hurt. But that is everything I would tell 18-year-old Ale. And I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of She Talks. But I'll talk to you guys later. I love you. Bye.